Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are going to be doing an overview of 2022. I know that on my previous podcast, I had mentioned releasing a segment with one of my teachers, which I am still 100% looking forward to, and we're pretty short on Fridays for this year, so I thought that it was only suiting to do a 2022 horoscope this week, and then next week we will do a... New Year ceremony together, and then we will welcome in 2022 with my dear teacher's interview. I thought that that would work out a little bit better, feel a little bit more resonant for me. Hopefully, you all feel the same way. I know that we have a new moon coming up. Unfortunately, we are going to have to skip the new moon forecast. You all know how I hate doing that. <laughs> I like trying to do every new and full moon, but this is just the way it's working out. So, again, the schedule for the next couple of weeks is going to go as such. So looking at 2022 and just even just taking a moment to think about everything that we've moved through since 2020, I feel like it's been a sequence of big change and evolution and growth. And there have been some difficulties, but there have also been um, a lot of major successes, especially in the people who I'm working with. You know, there have been challenges for sure. And also there are really amazing things happening for people as well. And so just taking time to acknowledge what we've moved through, rather it be good or bad or neutral just kind of is the people who we've met, the people who we've moved away from, the jobs that we've come into contact with, the different ideas and concepts we've gotten, projects we've done, accomplishments, moves, whatever it is that you've been moving through, and just getting prepared for another cycle. And I was telling this, who was I telling this to? I think I was telling this to my friend Daniel, Daniel, the past life regressionist. Um, Speaking of, if you want to pass life regression, go to Daniel. <laughs> um, but anyway, I was talking to him and I was telling him just how important cycles are for me, whether it be a birthday or an anniversary, anything that completes a cycle of time, I absolutely love. It is a very significant time for me. So the new year is like my favorite time of the year. I absolutely love it. The symbolism of it. Always such an amazing time for me to reflect and so doing yearly horoscopes is like such a big deal for me and so hopefully again you all appreciate this hopefully you get some assistance from it and hopefully you also find value in the ceremony that we'll do next week so this year 2022 is a big year and I know that we've had big years <laughs> I know that it feels like that we've been having big years but 2022 is going to be a monumental year of change and it's going to be a monumental year of power and innovation, um, new things coming to light, new things being created, new things being achieved that people never thought were possible. And there is definitely going to be some areas of life that we'll talk about that are going that they're decaying they're in decaying mode there are things that have already started the decaying process they are going to continue to decay and change and grow and sprout into something else and then of course there are going to be things that um, come to fruition and and bloom things that have been in process or in progress I should say 
um, that have been growing and developing. And now that we're going to be seeing the fruits of that, which I think is going to be amazing. And I think that we'll see this at a global level, but it's happening at an interpersonal level as well. And I want to remind you all, I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer. So if you do not follow Vedic sidereal astrology, a lot of what I'm going to say is going to be incorrect because I'm not using Western tropical astrology. If you want to see where your planets are placed, and I am going to refer to this throughout the podcast. So if you want to see your Vedic birth chart, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings and then chart to see your chart, because that is going to be very important. That's how you're going to know how it's going to impact you. So why am I saying that this is going to be a big year? Once every 18 months, not every year, once every 18 months, the karmic nodes of Rahu and Ketu transition. And so this year on March 17th, 2022, Rahu will move into Aries and Ketu will move in to Libra. And remember that Rahu and Ketu are the karmic indicators. So globally, wherever Rahu and Ketu are, it's going to bring about karmic issues related to these signs in the world around us. And then of course, in our personal lives, we want to see where Rahu and Ketu are going to be impacting us as well. Um, of course, I'll do an individual podcast on that. And if you want more um, updates, my Patreon account, patreon.com slash astrology now podcast. I'm always updating you all on how these transits are impacting your signs. Um, but you know, so we have to really think about the signs of Aries and Libra and Libra is all about diplomacy. It's all about harmony and balance and justice doing what is right. And Aries is all about the self, the individual, being independent. It's about pioneering. It's about innovating. But it's also conflict, <laughs> being hot-headed, being impulsive. So we're going to see this type of energy kind of come into our space. Remember, this is going to be March 17th, 2022 for the next 18 months. So all of 2022. And I want to say if you have your chart in front of you and you have any planets in Aries, if you have any planets in Libra, this is going to be a big year for you. If you're an Aries moon, Aries ascendant, if you're a Taurus, or excuse me, if you're a Libra moon, Libra ascendant, this is going to be a particularly big time for you. Because wherever Rahu and Ketu are, this is where the eclipse take place. We can't have eclipses without Rahu and Ketu. So that means that the eclipses are going to be hitting the signs of Aries and Libra. So it's going to be amplifying the energy that I just discussed. And I'm going to talk more about this. Um, but this is a big deal. And I also want to remind you all that Uranus is in Aries as well. So it's not just Rahu in Aries. We have Rahu and Uranus. So for all of 2022, well, after March, for the rest of 2022, we'll have Rahu and Uranus sitting together. Rahu is our insatiable desires, but Rahu can also bring about obscure events. It can bring about accidents. It can bring illnesses. It can bring um, it can bring sudden events as well. But Rahu is usually like the unusual things. It, it amplifies things. 
Uranus is sudden, unexpected events, explosive events. But Uranus is also innovation and creativity, inventing something new. It's revolution. Um, it's a change maker. And so with Rahu and Uranus together in Aries, I definitely see new technology. Definitely new technology. Uranus also has a lot to do with travel. Um, and I think that, you know, with Uranus and Rahu being together in Aries, I think that we can expect to see new technology, um, new ways of travel. And I also think that we'll see amazing feats happen with athletics. I think that we'll see people in um, the athletic arena What's the word that I'm looking for in competitive sports? I don't know. We'll be seeing people do amazing things that have never been done before. And I also want to say that I think that we will see conflict. I think that we'll see conflict. I think that we'll see anger. I think that we'll see aggression. I think that we'll see sudden unexpected attacks. That's just what I think will happen with Rahu and Uranus together. Because Uranus does also govern air travel, I think that we want to be really mindful with air travel at that time. There may be more accidents. Um, Uranus also is known for like you know, it's, it's electricity. So there could be, um, electrical storms, there could be earthquakes. Um, there could be sudden jolts, really bad thunderstorms, things like that. So this is, those are the more negative things that we are going to see with Uranus and Rahu together. I think that we'll also see a lot of revolutionary acts. Remember Aries is the individual and it's wanting to be independent And now there's Rahu and Uranus. Uranus is the planet of revolution and change. So I think that this energy is going to be amplified. And I think that people may be doing extreme acts. I think that people may be taking extreme action to maintain independence and individuality. You know? And of course, K2 is going to be in Libra as well. Um, I think that this is going to show kind of the stride for diplomacy and the stride for connection. Um... But, you know, it's really difficult to look away from that Rahu and Uranus conjunction. While we are on this topic, before I move into another planet and look at the movement of another planet, I just want to say that because Rahu and Ketu are in Libra and Aries, again, this is where the eclipses are taking place. And so our first eclipse of 2022 will be on April 30th. The sun and the moon are going to be in Aries. So if you have planets in Aries around 16 degrees, 17, 15 degrees, definitely be particularly mindful. We're going to have the sun, moon, Uranus, and Rahu together in Aries. That's a lot of energy. So watch out for that. On May 16th, 2022, we will have another eclipse. On October 25th, 2022, We will have an eclipse in Libra. So if you have planets um, in Libra around, oh, eight, seven to 10 degrees, that's going to be really significant. And then we will have an eclipse on November 8th with the moon in Aries and the sun in Libra. And so... 
those that's also going to be a time to be especially careful if you have the moon if you have any planets in Aries or Libra so again the eclipse dates for 2022 we're going to have a solar eclipse on April 30th we'll have a solar eclipse on October 25th we'll have a lunar eclipse on May 16th and a lunar eclipse on November 8th so those are going to be like little hot pockets of time so we want to be particularly careful and you know Looking at another part of the year, from June 26th until August 10th, Mars, Uranus, and Rahu are going to be in the same sign. So we're talking about Rahu and Uranus and the energy that that's invoking. Now we're going to throw Mars into the mix. So again, from June 26th until August 10th, we want to be especially careful. I wouldn't recommend traveling. Um, I think that there will be those issues of Uranus that we already talked about. You know, it could be issues with the weather. It could be issues with natural disaster. There could be difficulties with traveling. Um, And I also want to say that in this time period, we may feel really amped. We may feel like electric energy. We may feel like we have so much vitality, so much energy that we don't know what to do with it. We may be really irritable in that time. We may be more prone to aggression and arguments, sudden accidents, sudden disputes. So please be careful in that time period, June 26th to August 10th. And then even after that into September, Uranus and Rahu are going to be so close together in degrees. So we want to kind of continue to be mindful through that portion of the year okay so that would be the time to be the most careful june 26th to august 10th for sure and then just being mindful because uranus and rahu are going to be super close together until september so that's going to be the portion of the year that i think is going to be the most intense And so this is, you know, this is pretty specific to 2022 that we're looking at because we have some other major transits going on, but they're so long lasting. This is a little bit more acute to 2022. So moving on, looking at the rest of the year, on April 30th, Jupiter is going to move into Pisces, where Jupiter is going to stay in Pisces. Jupiter will retrograde, but it will not retrograde into Aquarius. It's going to stay in Pisces for the rest of 2022. So if you have planets in Pisces, if you have moon in Pisces, you know, if you're a Pisces ascendant, this is a really sweet and interesting time. This is such an amazing year for spiritual development and spiritual growth for you especially but it's also really amazing for the world so on again April 13th Jupiter will move into Pisces and then just a few days after that on April 18th Neptune which takes several years to move through a sign is also going to move into Pisces and then Neptune will retrograde out and Neptune will go back into Aquarius on September 11th but from April 18th until September 11th, Neptune will also be in Pisces. And so we're combining this energy of Neptune and Jupiter again, but it's not in Aquarius anymore. It's going to be in Pisces. And so for 2021, with this dance of Jupiter and Neptune, we've been seeing truth come to light. We've been seeing these interesting bits of truth be revealed that have been brewing under the surface for years and years and years. Again, I'm going to use the Ghislaine Maxwell trial as an example because I think it's something that everyone is aware of. 
This is something that is so big and involves such high profile people and it's been going under the radar for years and years and years. It is finally coming to the surface. This is the energy of Jupiter and Neptune together. Neptune is illusion. It's deception. It's also spirituality and clairvoyance. Jupiter is the truth. It's virtue. It's ethics. Okay. So in Aquarius, it has this um, revolutionary energy to it. When Jupiter and Neptune move into Pisces for 2022, the middle of 2022, this is going to be a much different energy. Pisces is the home of moksha. It's the home of spiritual liberation, seeing beyond the material world. But Pisces can also be the sign that is under illusion. It can be the sign that easily falls prey to deception. Can also be prone to numbing itself out. With Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces, what I think we're going to see is truth continue to come to the surface. But I think that the efforts to conceal the truth are going to be heightened. I think that we are going to see a lot happen to conceal information, unfortunately. I think that we're going to see truth come to the light. I think that there will be great efforts to cover it up. With that being said, there's a dichotomy that happens. When things like this happen, when there is a truth that is being covered up, there are those that seek the truth and they have the truth and they experience deeper levels of awakening. And then there are people that really do not want to see the truth and they want to believe the illusion. So we're going to see this kind of divide happen. Um, And I think that it's going to be really interesting. And I think that it's something that we really want to keep an eye on. Do I know exactly what it's going to be? Not necessarily. You know, we can all have our own theories on what that might be. But what I would encourage everyone to keep in mind is that we want to ask questions and we want to avoid numbing ourselves because Pisces is prone to numbing ourselves, rather it be through drugs, alcohol, addiction, stimulants, um, maybe even lying to ourselves so that we don't have to change. So I think that with this combination of Neptune and Jupiter in Pisces, people in general are going to be more prone to numbing out. They're going to be more prone to disillusionment on one hand, but there's also this incredible opportunity for high levels of awareness, high levels of awakening, being able to see the big picture of truth. And Even if you're not involved with anything globally, if you are one of these people like me (laughs) where you try to isolate yourself and just focus on spiritual development, this is a massive opportunity for spiritual development, excellent time for meditation, new spiritual heights, being able to see things you've never seen before, experience things you've never experienced before, excellent for Reiki, body work, um, working with new spiritual teachers, but I want to say be really careful with the people that you're putting your faith in um, because there could be a little bit of disillusionment when it comes to spiritual teaching. So just really vet your teachers and 
make sure that they're really amazing people who you want to learn from. So it's going to be a spiritual awakening for a lot of us. And we are all prone to disillusionment. We are all prone to escapism, all prone to turning towards drugs, alcohol, addiction. Um, People are seeking an escape. And that's what's so interesting. This is what's so interesting about Pisces. And this is what's so interesting about Neptune is that they have the capacity for these high levels of spiritual awareness because Pisces is the end. It is the escape from the material world. And we can escape from the material world through spiritual practice. We can escape from the material world through drugs and alcohol and things of that nature. So it's it's a way to separate ourselves materially. But which path are we going to choose? We can also choose the path of awakening and being able to see the big picture of things, or we can choose the path of disillusionment. So we're going to see this and it's going to be a big deal. You know, I think that with this, with the combined energy of the Aries, with the Rahu and Ketu in Aries and Libra, we're going to see division. We're going to continue to see division. As much as I hate saying that, I wish that I didn't have to say that because that's the opposite of what I want. I hope that it's the opposite of what we all want, but I do think that we'll be seeing this in the world around us. And also kind of my segue into talking about Pluto and Saturn because Pluto and Saturn together, whenever we see Jupiter and Saturn have a hard aspect, massive change happens in whatever area um, the planets, whichever sign the planets are in, that's going to give us insight into what it's affecting. Pluto and Saturn are in Capricorn. This is government structures. This has to do with government control, government structures. We're going to continue to see massive change in this way, not only in the United States, but globally. I think we're going to see shifts in power. I think that we are going to see, if you're in the United States, I don't think that the United States is going to stay um, at the status that it's been holding for the last previous, you know, several years. So I do think that we are going to see shifts in power globally. It's a big deal. I also want to say that Capricorn is government structures. It also has to do with the economy. It has to do with currency and money. We're going to see changes with currency and money. And I've been saying this since like 2018. Whenever I started this podcast, I remember when the first podcast I talked about was the Saturn-Pluto connection coming up. So this is definitely something that we want to keep an eye on with Uranus and Rahu and Aries. It's very futuristic. It's uh, very revolutionary. There's There are new things happening. And again, with this breakdown, with this Pluto and Saturn and Capricorn, it is a breakdown. It's the perfect time to start having a new innovative way of looking at the economy and looking at finances and looking at government structures. Saturn will enter Aquarius. It will enter Aquarius. It will hit one degree of Aquarius and then retrograde. Saturn will go retrograde on June 4th. And Saturn will move back into Capricorn on July 11th. So from April 29th until July 11th, Saturn is going to be in Aquarius. And we're going to get to kind of experience what it's like to have Saturn in Aquarius. But again, for the majority of 2022 Saturn is going to be in Capricorn where we are experiencing all of this. Saturn will go back into Aquarius in January of 2023. The United States moon is in Aquarius. 
So in January of 2023, Saturn is going to be moving over the moon of the United States. That is going to be its own saga to discuss when the time arrives, but I want you all to have that on the radar. Again, power structures are changing, world leaders are changing. So again, we're going to continue with that. I mean, it's nothing new in terms of Pluto and Saturn. I will also say that with Pluto and Saturn in Capricorn, they're also making a hard aspect to Rahu and Uranus. So this is part of why I'm saying that we are going to have these big revolutionary changes. I do just want to say before moving on that Saturn, you know, those retrograde points, one degree of Aquarius, Saturn will direct at 24 degrees Capricorn. If you have any planets at one degree of Aquarius or 24 degrees of Capricorn, get ready (laughs) because it's going to feel, you're going to really feel the effects of Saturn. Wherever Saturn is, like whatever natal planet Saturn is moving over in your chart, you're going to feel strain in regards to those areas of life, whichever houses they're in for you. Because Saturn could be on your first house, Saturn could be on your seventh house, Saturn could be on your tenth house. You're going to feel a lot of pressure. You're going to have to take responsibility And, you know, people will sometimes hear Saturn and they'll get freaked out. It's an opportunity to show up. It's an opportunity to put in work, to put in effort, to elevate yourself. It's an opportunity for growth. So try not to get freaked out by it. Just know that it's a time of being responsible, taking personal responsibility, not blaming other people for things. Get ready because you're going to have the opportunity to show up in a really amazing way for some really amazing growth. So those are all of the big transits um, for 2022. Looking at some of the smaller transits. So Mars, I guess, will be next in terms of quote unquote big transits. Mars is going to retrograde. Mars doesn't retrograde very often. With all of the planets, Mars and Venus are going to retrograde the least often. Mars is going to retrograde in Gemini from October 30th until January 12th, 2023. So that's going to be towards the end of the year. Mars in Gemini, this is the, first of all, see if you have any planets in Gemini, which house it's in. It's going to influence that house. It's going to bring about matters of that house. And Mars reminds us of how to appropriately use our energy, how to appropriately use our skill set. Um, and you know, Mars is like the warrior, right? So when to engage in conflict, when not to engage in conflict, how long to work out, how long to sit still, it's just appropriately gauging our vitality, but also of course, appropriately gauging when and when not to engage in battle. So in our own personal lives, it's going to give us the opportunity to evaluate these things. And of course, as we get closer to the date, we'll talk more about how it will impact all of us, especially on Patreon. Um, And globally, we may find that world leaders are assessing these things. World leaders are assessing when to engage in conflict, when not to engage in conflict, what battles are worth fighting, you know, how to appropriately use our resources. So that is going to be coming up towards the end of the year. So looking at the small, small transits, looking at Mercury, 
So what's really cool about Mercury is that whenever Mercury retrogrades for that year, it's always going to be retrograding in the same element. And so this year, Mercury is retrograding in Earth signs. So what do Earth signs represent? Stability, structure, finances, security, of course, Virgo is also going to have to do with health and healing, but you know, Virgo has a lot to do with our work ethic and our day-to-day work ethic. It's the sixth sign, so it has to do with the sixth house. So from January 14th until February 3rd, Mercury is going to be retrograding in Capricorn. And from May 10th until June 3rd, Mercury is going to be retrograding in Taurus. And from September 9th until October 2nd, Mercury is going to be retrograding in Virgo. So it's going to be all about our Earth elements, what we're looking at, what we're assessing, what we are analyzing. And Mercury has so much to do with um, technology and what we're talking about and communication. It also has to do with like analytical ability. So I'm thinking about someone running a business, someone checking their finances, someone looking at how much money they have in the bank, someone balancing their budget, someone, you know, preparing their taxes and making sure that all of that's taken care of. So it's like this really... It's this year that's really fiscally oriented (laughs) and very business oriented. And so we need to take care of that in our own personal lives. We need to take care of our money. We need to make sure everything is in order. And in the globe, there's going to be a lot of talk about money. And with everything else happening, like we talked about with Saturn and Pluto and Capricorn, this is going to amplify things. It is the year to discuss money finances, business, what is going on globally, who's at the center of things that is going to be shifting. It's going to be really interesting. We are in the midst of a very profound shift. And so overall, this is my horoscope for 2022. I'm going to talk a little bit more about things to watch out for. As I was mentioning here on the, um, From what we just discussed on the end of things, we were talking about taking care of finances, making sure money matters are in order, taking care of the structures in our own lives, right? What is essential? What is an essential need? The staples in our life that hold us together, that hold our families together, that hold our work life together. What do we need to fuel ourselves? What do we need to do on a daily basis? These things may be changing for us and we need to take care of ourselves and be practical about how we take care of ourselves. Sometimes at the beginning of the year, we set all of these intentions and, you know, two weeks in, we can't keep up. We need to set realistic and practical goals for ourselves to keep ourselves healthy, to keep ourselves steady and oriented to achieve what it is we're trying to achieve in life. So looking at the staples, looking at what we do on a day-to-day basis, what is no longer working, what needs to change. Taking care of finances, as we were talking about. With this energy of Mars, when the time comes with the retrograde, looking at ourselves, looking at our energy, noticing when we involve ourselves in conflict, when we don't. Some of us may be really prone to overly defending ourselves, being overly assertive, overly aggressive, even when we don't need to. That's not an appropriate use of Mars. Some of us never defend ourselves. We never engage in any conflict at all because we are so conflict avoidant, but then we get walked over and we never get our voices heard. We have to come to the even balance. That's an idea of what to watch out for when Mars is retrograding. 
For our Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces, we want to avoid numbing out. If you have any type of tendency that you that when you hear me talk, you're like, hmm, maybe I should watch out for that. This may be the year that you quit. This may be the year that you quit entirely because we are going to feel so pulled and so drawn to things that can numb us out and take us out of the material world to kind of fade us. Okay. So instead of leaning towards addiction, instead of leaning towards alcohol or drugs, we want to lean towards meditation and spiritual practice. So if you've been trying to quit an addiction, this is the time. Always ask questions, always seek higher truth, find teachers that really resonate with you and really feel authentic and virtuous. Know who their teachers are, know where they're trained, you know, teachers that you feel like you can really, really trust. It's going to be a great time for that. And then, of course, what we started out with, with Rahu and Aries with Uranus, it's, you know, it's a great year for innovation and it's a great year for creativity and it's an excellent year for new inventions and new technology as we were discussing and having these amazing physical feats. We want to be really careful. We want to be really mindful. I love rock climbing. I love you know, doing things that are considered by some to be risky. Am I going to stop doing those things? No. Am I going to pay attention to the day and be especially careful? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I don't want you guys to quit your lives. You have to go out and do fun things. And especially if you enjoy extreme sports or athletics like that, this is the time to like feel that power to do things that you haven't done before. Um, Especially if this is like prominently placed in your chart, but you really want to be careful because accidents and injuries can definitely arise and you don't want to do that because then you're going to be out of your sport or your activity for a while. So you also want to be extra careful and extra mindful um, when you're moving through these activities. It's also going to be a wonderful time for your independence, for your sense of self. It's an excellent year to find this beautiful balance and I tell people this when they come to me for readings and they have a lot of planets in Aries or Libra I mean it it depends person to person but Aries and Libra are amazing signs because they give us this opportunity to find balance between focusing on ourselves and what we need and what we want to do in life while creating space to harmonize to be diplomatic to hear the side of someone else to share responsibility to share the spotlight, you know, to share time. And so how can we connect deeply with our sense of self and our independence and find, you know, a trusted ally in ourselves to do what's best for ourselves while still remaining so open and so vulnerable to the people around us and in allowing them into our personal space. And I just, I think it's a beautiful practice and I think it's a beautiful thing to work on because sometimes, you know, with too much Libra and energy, we become so focused on other people that we lose sight of who we are and what we want. If there's too much Aries energy, we're so focused on ourselves and our sense of independence that we forget to let other people in and we forget to collaborate (laughs) and to delegate and to work together. But when we strike that perfect balance... We can have a little bit of both in this really sweet and beautiful way. And so I think that this year is 
it's what it's about for us on a personal individual level. And again, I had mentioned globally, I think we're going to see division. Um, and I think that that's true. And I think that, um, it's, it's going to be a, a really powerful energy that comes about, but because we're astrologers and we're following the astrology, we know how to utilize this energy to the best of our benefit. So could we succumb and, you know, separate ourselves and only, you know, fill our minds with things that satisfy us, like confirmation bias, things that make us feel good, shutting out the opinions of other people? Um, yeah we could (laughs) or we can keep this practice in mind and allow this to be an amazing teacher and an amazing opportunity of growth so that's what I encourage everyone to focus on again if you are a Aries moon Aries ascendant Libra moon Libra ascendant this is a big year for you get ready in regards to your sense of self and sense of relationships you're going to have eclipses hitting your first and seventh house for the next 18 months (laughs) (laughs) so get ready for that it's going to be a time of change um if you're a Taurus and a Scorpio congratulations the nodes are moving off of your ascendant or off of your moon which is going to be quite nice a big relief and again if you're a Capricorn you have another year ahead where you are moving through some really intense big growth where things are really breaking down for you to construct in the way that you want things are no longer built for you you are taking control and building and constructing for yourself and that's in regards to wherever Capricorn is sitting in your chart so again I do hope this was helpful this is my 2022 forecast we will continue to stay up to date I will continue to update you all on different transits and what it may mean for you if you really like hearing how the transits are going to impact you personally on my patreon account patreon.com slash astrology now podcast I do weekly horoscopes for each of the 12 zodiac signs so I go in depth for each of you talking about what the transit is going to do. Um, There are also many other tiers on Patreon where you can do live classes, get recorded classes, get a tarot reading. There's a lot going on on Patreon. My personal favorite part is that people will often comment how things have been going for them, which I absolutely love. It's like the best part of my week and the monthly patron social where we can get together and hang out. Those are some of the major perks of Patreon to me. Of course, I also love the astrology labs and getting to connect with people. Anyway, I'd love to see you there soon if you have any questions or would like to schedule a reading you can go to my website innerknowing.yoga i'd love to see you on instagram astrology now underscore podcast and i think that that's it i hope that this horoscope served you well i just want to thank each of you so much for supporting this podcast and listening and giving me people to create for I want to send so much respect and appreciation to all of my teachers who have helped me on this journey by either writing books or doing lectures or mentoring me personally. I would be nowhere without them. So, so much gratitude to my teachers, so much gratitude to you all. And again, I just hope to continue serving you into 2022. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.